0: Welcome to City Harvest Sermon Podcast. We hope you'll be blessed by the preaching of the word by Reverend Chung Shiming. You see, as human beings, we all have a tendency to judge everything from our own limited perspective. Okay, listen carefully. Unless we have what we believe we should, we see no reason to be thankful. So, if you don't get what you think you should get, then what for be thankful? Do you want to give thanks? Right? Now, that is not Habakkuk's perspective. He says, show gratitude even if you don't have what you want, even if you don't have what you need. Maybe you are chasing that girl, that boy, and then they marry somebody else. Maybe that dream job that you have. Maybe there's this particular cell group you want to go to, but every time you try and join, you cannot get through. And until today, you're still a newcomer in church. And you've been in church for the last 10 years okay let's go on yeah all right you know right or you want to join a particular ministry or something in life you see the thing is this we need to show gratitude even when we don't have what we want or need the bible says we need to prioritize what god is doing in our situation over our wants and our needs and we can always learn to rejoice like Habakkuk in challenging and troubling times. Amen. Now, why am I sharing this? Because the last decade of City Harvest history is very much like the book of Habakkuk. Uh, very quiet, you know, I said that yesterday's service, also very quiet, everybody like, you know, in the last 10 years, it's been a dark time for our church. Remember when you take taxi, and you say City Harvest Church, and the guy will look at you, huh, that church huh? Right? And then you tell your friends, "I belong to city harvest Oh! And then when you want to do business deals and suddenly you're talking, and then they ask you, "So what do you do on the weekends?" Like, oh, we, on oh, weekends, you know. Oh. Well, if the Bono concert, I'll go with the Bono concert, you know. And you just dare not. But the thing is this, right? There was dark times. Our leadership was in disarray. The work of God seemed to come to a grinding stop. Many left church in hurt and anger while those of us who remain were trying to make sense of what was happening. But yet, despite those difficulties, as a congregation, we resolved to take joy in God's salvation. For the last 10 years, on the stage, when you hear the preaching, you never hear blame, you never hear accusation. It is always, God, your will be done, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. We chose as a people, listen, not to judge everything from our own limited perspective. We chose not to, right? We chose to trust in God and see His hand at work. We chose to prioritise what God was doing in our situation over our own wants and needs. And we chose to be thankful for all that God was doing in our midst. See, learning to be grateful is much more than just about our immediate circumstance. You cannot let what's going on in your life determine the level of thanksgiving in your life. You cannot let it happen. You must always rejoice. You know, yesterday, I know of some of the couples that tried coming to church and they couldn't make it. That's why someone of them came this morning for the baby to be dedicated. Right, if you're going to get upset, why go and buy something in the middle of nowhere, you know, and now come to church, is so difficult. Don't do that. Always rejoice. As we move into the new that God has prepared for us in 2020 and beyond, I believe we need to thank God for His faithfulness in watching over us for the last 30 years. Apostle Paul exhorts us, 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to verse 18. Now it's on the LED. Let us all declare loudly together, starting right now. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Paul exhorts us, if we can keep on rejoicing, if we can keep on praying, if we can keep on giving thanks, no matter how challenging our situation may be, God will always lead us back to His will. Listen, don't think that that is the last major challenge we'll have. In the next 30 years, I believe we will still face challenges. But I believe that we become more mature and stronger. We will face challenges head on. We will rejoice. And in spite of our weaknesses or struggle, God is always faithful. God's promise will always come to an end for us because we are grateful. So for the next decade and beyond, if we can continue to be thankful, increase in our gratitude, we will be kept in the will of God by His grace. If you believe that, give God a big hand right now. Amen. So this morning, what can we give thanks to God for? Well, this morning, I believe there are four things we can give God thanks for, right? Number one, let us thank God for His goodness. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. God is good because god is good <laughs> because that is his character you cannot change he is just good good and that's the song we sang just now the bible says in psalm 136 verse 1 let's read together declare it loudly together starting now give thanks to the lord for he is good his love endures forever number two thank god for his loving kindness Psalm 136, verse 1, NESB version. Let's declare loudly together again. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His loving kindness is everlasting. You know, I heard someone say this once, that the presence, or that the way into God's presence is through thanksgiving and praise. That is the secret password. If you want to come into God's presence, the most important thing is this. Always thank Him for His goodness. Thank Him for His loving kindness. Now, I'm not going to emphasise on these two points. We'll do more of this in the new year. But what I do want to emphasise on is point number three. Thank God for City Harvest Church. Yeah, that's right. Thank God for City Harvest Church. Now, Bible says in Colossians 3, verse 15 to 17, Paul says, Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts since as members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns and songs from the Spirit singing to God with gratitude in your hearts and whatever you do whether in word or deed do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Over here, Paul instructs the Colossians how to act towards one another in love and purity. And he says we can do that because Jesus Christ has established peace and we are part of this one body. So we should be at peace with one another. But you know, after being a pastor for 30 years, I realise sometimes on the outward we look peaceful but on the bottom there's a lot of currents flowing. Oh, amen, right? (laughs) Right. Now, the thing is this. What's happening? Right? Is this something that's ordained of the Lord? Correct. Why are these things happening all the time? Now, I want to show you something in Acts chapter 2. After the disciples were baptized with the Holy Spirit and with power, the Bible records a very interesting account from verse 42 to verse 47. It talks about the birth of the New Testament church. Now, you see god doesn't want us just living in his presence and power under the anointing of the holy spirit all the time going around you know being this flaky super spiritual person where should we go and eat later after lunch i don't know let me pray and seek the face of god yes 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 i see the word chicken Then another member in the group goes, oh, yes, yes, yes. I see the word Philippines. So where do you think they'll go and eat? Jollibee, correct, you know? (laughs) Why must you mask everything in spiritual? Just say, I only eat Jollibee, (laughs) yeah. Right. You see? So that is why God knows that we are like that. You know, we we are human beings have this tendency to, to go to extremes. So what he did was, after he gave us his anointing his power we are baptized and we speak in tongues he put us in a environment a god-ordained environment to live and to grow in christ while we on earth and that is called the church and in this church from verse 42 to verse 47 it talks about 10 things that we need to be involved in and these are the 10 things we want to give god thanks today right now, let's start from verse 42. says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Number one, they continued in apostles' doctrine. So first of all, I want to say in the last 10 years, I want to give thanks this morning. We want to give thanks this morning, especially to Pastor Kong. <laughs> My first Bible study teacher. <laughs> I still remember first Bible study I had. You know, uh, not getting started. What was it, foundation truth? Yeah, sit down, finish the first lesson. Then he looked at me, he says, Ming, you are ready. I said, huh, ready for what? You can start giving Bible study already. Then I said, uh, Brother Kong, I only finish one lesson. Don't worry, you are one lesson ahead of everybody. So that's how I started Bible study, you know. Young guy, I say, but what if I have questions I don't know how to answer? Don't worry. You record all down, ask me, I teach you how to answer. And that's how I've been teaching the Bible ever since then, since 1985. I got saved in 84 December, right? And every week, pastor will prepare sermon. I tell you, there was a peak season. He gave Bible study to, I think, 50 over groups. I don't know I how many. I think it was crazy. Every group is three persons so in his bible study it goes like that right you take your pen excuse me no notes huh if you think there's notes led pkk okay don't have it's just the bible right and these notebooks that we open and then pastor will say all right he starts teaching the moment he starts teaching one and a half hours your eyes will never see his eyes why because you're And that's how I know how to turn to the Bible. Through Bible study, I don't have to go to the index and look, where is Habakkuk right now? <laughs> Ready? And that's how it is. And this went on for years. Even until today, you see, when Pastor came back, the first thing he comes, he teaches, and he talks about Jesus. So we want to give Pastor Kong son. <laughs> you know? And... In his absence, we had Pastor Bob. I'm so thankful for Pastor Bob. He's like our in-house theologian. You know, like, he takes three years to finish the book of Numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, he beat you. It's even longer, you know. He's like, whoa. You know, then you have Pastor Aris. Pastor Aris is fantastic. He says things, Nobody dares to say, right? And he does it, a very simple formula. First, butter the people up, encourage them. Then, slap them as hard as possible in the most loving possible slapping way. Then, butter them up again and say, come on, we can do this for the glory of God. Hallelujah. That's called the sandwich principle of discipleship. Right, then you have Pastor Tuang. Pastor Tuang is our champion of illustration. Remember his Iron Man illustration? You know, and his T-shirt, I don't know, I mean, he comes out with all kinds of, I mean, he's amazing. Right, then you have all the rest of the pastors you've been hearing, Pastor Edmund, Pastor Elon, uh, you know, Pastor Chin Sien, I, there are just so many of them. Plus all our cell leaders and pastoral staff who have been faithfully teaching the Word of God to all of us, plus all the church, church workers. Let's give all of them a big round of applause. Amen. Now, the next thing is this. Now, this is actually in a certain order. I'll explain to you why later. So first, you have the Apostles' Doctrine, right? Then the number two is this. You have fellowship. Now, fellowship is not something we do. In the Greek, the fellowship here means you have some things in common. Now, the best way I can explain this is to give you the illustration from the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring. In the Fellowship of the Ring, you have the most diverse group of people. You have the human, Aragon. Then you have Gandalf, the wizard. Then you have the elf. The elf is so prim and proper. Every hair is always in place. You know? And it looks like, with the pointy ears and all that, wow, they look so... Even when they run, it's so majestic. They, you know the way they run? And then shoot an arrow. You know? Then you have the dwarf. Oh, the dwarf is a bull in a china shop. He just takes his thing. You know, you also get scared. Then you have the hobbit. Right? Now, in a fellowship... You have people like that. These are all characteristics of people. Now, I want to say this beforehand. They had things in common. What did they have in common? Sauron, the Dark Lord. They needed to destroy him. So you watch all the episodes. Finally, when Sauron was destroyed, they said the fellowship is now dissolved, but the friendship remains. See, there is a difference between fellowship and friendship. Okay, so now in a church, we come and we are very diverse. You have people like Gandalf, very wise. Every word they say, it's like dropping nuggets of wisdom. Oh, you got oh, Go to listen. Good end for counseling, Bible study. But you also have people who are like the elves, the very prim and proper. You'll never find them in Hawker Center. Oh, you know, I'm not supposed to say that. I think you know, you know. <laughs> You know, they, no, no, you know, everything is aircon, aircon. Okay, never mind, let's get off that, you know, all right now. <laughs> then, you have the, then you have the dwarfs. You know, some people in cell group, they just say, I'm a straight shooter, you know, I just say whatever I feel. Yeah, and they seem to step on everybody's toes. They're like the dwarfs. Right? Then you have the hobbit. The hobbit are those a bit blurred. You know, like, oh, you must, sure, dude, oh, sure, you know, oh, okay. Oh, let's go along for an adventure. What adventure? Don't know. Just sign your name here. Really? Okay, all right. But you don't know what you're signing up for, you know? You just flow with the flow. Yeah. So, in a cell group, in a church, there are people like that. Then you have the humans. Let's not talk about the humans, you know? Humans are another breed by itself sometimes. So, in a cell group, you have people like that, right? And so the thing is this. How do we live together? We must have things in common. What do we have in common? We have the same hope of salvation. We have the same hope of heaven. We have the same joys. We have the same hatred of sin and the devil. We have the same enemies to contend with. We believe in miracle signs and wonders. We believe in baptism and the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. We believe in water baptism. We serve one Lord, one God, right? So this is what we have in common. And this becomes a fellowship. Now, in a fellowship, what is important? Forbearance. Listen, people are F-O-N. Full of nonsense. (laughs) Right? Not happy with this. Not happy with that. Everything was not happy. Preach too long. Why do they never wear suit? Wear like that. No respect for the presence of God, is it? You know? And then, yeah, so, so what must you do? Forbear. Yeah, some people borrow money from you all the time, never return. (laughs) Hello? So I've learned, give what I can. Yeah, meaning, don't expect back. Because the Bible says, be generous. And you never know, you may entertain angels. Right? Some people have their kwan. One. how do you say that that means they have their pattern right what do you do forbear some talk too much forbear some don't bathe very often forbear some come and they have you know smells all going all over forbear that's the only way to do it you see now in city harvest church as a church group we are also a fellowship we have our chinese church we have a dialect church Jams Church, Filipino Church, City Alvarez, Community Services, we have our prison ministry, we have the Indonesian ministry. Right now, all of these things are a fellowship because we're all very different, but we have things in common. So this morning, I want to give thanks for all of you that have been serving in Chinese Church, Dialect Church, Jams, Filipino, CSCSA, Prison Ministry, all the youth at risk. Let's give all the volunteers a big round of applause and those who are employed there also. So number one, apostles' doctrine. Number two, fellowship. Number three, you are to be steadfast in breaking of bread. What is breaking of bread? Breaking of bread actually is eating together. In the Bible times, the New Testament, it's not just the bread and the cup. It's not just the Eucharist, even though it is. But it's also sitting down to eat together. Why? Because when you eat together, you get to know one another. Right? This is the Christmas season. When you visit each other's homes, don't just go for the turkey, the lamb, the honey-baked ham, and then after that, you finish eating, bye, I'm gone, and then you just walk out the front door. <laughs> Spend time and talk. Many years ago, there's a couple that came to church and I went to pay them a home visit. Say, Pastor, can you stay for dinner? I said, sure, but I don't have much time, one hour. Uh, just very simple food. So I went there, they were so excited. First time a pastor visited their house, You know, they prepared 25 dishes. Oh my God. I was was like, whole table, you know. It's like, I want to stay one hour. In the end, three hours. I was like, like, you know, like when my plate is empty. It was like, oh, this is even better than magic, you know. It's like, it's just keep like, you know. So finally, we finished. Thank God. And I realised the key. Don't touch any more things on the plate. Just let it pile up. And then they'll say, Pastor, you're full ready, is it? Yes. <laughs> so after finish the dinner, three hours, Pastor, do you want coffee? So, you know, being pastoral, sure, another one hour. So by the time, it's about 11, 12 o'clock already, right? And I say, okay, 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 coffee. And then finally, I say, I need to go, time. Pastor, are you sure the night is still young? I say, it's a Thursday night, you know, you don't have to work tomorrow? I mean, you're teachers, right? Oh, it's okay, it's okay, Pastor. We're so happy that you're here. It's okay. So, go to the park. Then the park. another two hours. Oh, I'll tell you, in the six, seven hours, they pour their whole life story. And I just sit there. Listen, it's not counselling. All I just went, hmm, wow, amazing. Praise God. Oh, no. Oh, wow. That's amazing. See, That's all I did, right? But seven hours, that is how long it takes to fellowship. That's how long it takes to break, break, uh, break, break. So because we are now in a modern society, our communion sometimes is a bit fast. You just come. Okay, finish, let's go. (laughs) Let me tell you how to fellowship, right? Even when you drink wine, You don't drink like that. You. I don't have a wine glass. You go like that, right? Oh. Oh. Oh, this is wonderful. Where is it from? South Africa. Wow. Right? Correct. But it's not like that. Because of time limit, of course. But when you fellowship in people's home, please take your time. Don't be in a rush during this Christmas season. Spend time with your family. Spend time with your friends. Look at them eyeball to eyeball. Not phone to phone. <laughs> eh, how ah? The turkey quite nice, huh? Yeah. Laugh, <laughs> <laughs> laugh, smiley, smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, take the phone. Throw it away, oh yeah. Throw, phew, throw away. But remember to take it home after that, eh? All right, yeah. And then after that, you have what? Continue to stay fasting in prayers. I tell you, City Harvest Church is birthed in prayer, maintained in prayer, and we will continue in prayer for our breakthrough. So I want to thank all the members, all of you, for praying over the last 10 years, during our darkest times. I know it's not easy. There are a lot of overnight prayer meetings, all-night prayer meetings, prayer chain. I don't know what kind of prayer we have, but I know there are times they say, "Can you want to take the 3, 4 a.m. slot?' it was like people would just do it. That's amazing, right? Then you have our prayer space. Every weekend on our Saturday and Sunday service, before service starts, we have a space over there where our intercessory ministry comes and they pray. And they want to pray for you, to bless you if you're going through any challenges. Then we had the crowning sessions at the beginning of this year. I tell you, how many of you enjoyed the crowning sessions? Amen. So we're going to continue with that. So stay tuned for more news. And uh, we really want to pray. And lastly, I want to thank Pastor Eileen. Pastor Eileen is our champion prayer warrior. I tell you, when you pray with her, your knees will get scared. If you are a devil, I tell you, you will be scared. You will most probably... Never remember, you most probably do. But anyway, but you'll be very scared. I have heard her pray before, and she is fierce when she prays. She's like a bulldog. She will just hold on to the prayer and declare and declare and declare until something happens. You see, that is the kind of people we have in our ministry that we've built up over the last few years. So give all the people involved, the those involved in the ministry, ministry a big hand, also. And then now notice after the word after we belong to a fellowship, after we have come to the place of breaking of bread and of prayers, then the next thing happens. Miracle, signs, and wonders. Many of us always want to put miracle, signs, and wonders first. But it doesn't happen like that. We have got to be faithful in the Word because that is our foundation. we got to be steadfast in fellowship, learn to forbear. we got to be steadfast in breaking bread right? Learn to spend time with each other over a meal. We've got to learn to be steadfast in prayer. Then, miracles, signs, wonders happen. So I want to thank Pastor Audrey and the team for serving in Liberty Ministry. So for those of you that are in Liberty Ministry, thank you so much. This is a ministry whereby we pray for inner healing, deliverance, and uh, anything to do with demons, come to us. We will pray for you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Okay, all right? Now, so we want to thank them. And more than that, I feel that this morning, you know, I wrote down a few things that uh, I feel that the Lord wants to do in our midst. I want to pray for those of you um, that are going through challenges in life. I want to pray for those of you that are going through and you suffer from uh, mental challenges. You know, you suffer from depression. You suffer from trauma. You suffer from uh, panic attacks, maybe. or maybe some of you sleep at night you get recurring nightmares you cannot sleep through the night i feel the lord wants to set you free recently in our news there's been a lot of talk about suicide among korean stars i want you to know that is not right they have challenges i mean i can identify with them we pray for them but it is not an answer to our problems it never is but many people don't want to share all these challenges why because they feel stigmatized. They feel left out and alone. I want to share with you something. You see my hand here this morning? Like this, people ask me before, Pastor, how can your hand a bit deformed like that, you know, uh, and all that. This is my suffering from guilt for the last 10 years. You know, I tell you, when I stand on stage, I'm very embarrassed in the beginning. Why? Because once I hold my hand like that, I know people will see, then they will ask. Then say, Pastor, what happened to your hand? And then I go, oh God, i got to say that again. Then I feel very bad because I tell God, I say, God, I'm supposed to represent you to show for what a Christian life is like. To show that you will heal. You know but sometimes it just gets to me, you know. I, I just got to tell myself, okay, never mind. Just be strong. So what I want to say is this. Those of you that are suffering from mental challenges, emotional stress, don't be afraid share this is not something God wants you to live with and be stigmatized if you don't receive your healing now on this earth it's okay rejoice in the Lord because in heaven all things will become new but as long as you're on earth I will make this commitment to you as a pastor that we will pray for every sick person to be healed in Jesus name by the power of the Holy Spirit because God is a promise keeper. So as we sing this old song, those of you that are going through stress, those of you that are going through challenges, mentally, emotionally, nightmares, and you're spiralling down, we want to pray for you. The song goes like that. So you just stand on your own, okay? No, 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 I mean if you only have. If you don't have, no need (laughs) to stand. I don't mean to embarrass you, but I just want us to recognise you and want you to know we love you. Like the woman with the issue of blood, we, we, we press in. We press in. We press, press it. in. Like, like a blind mind. man waiting patiently, we press in through the crowd. from heaven Jesus came and rescued me. suddenly a touch from heaven. Jesus came and set me free one more time like a woman, like a woman. With the issue That's right. Thank you for standing up. Is there anyone else? We press Just be bold. Stand up. If you are shy, ask your friend to stand with you. Like the blind man waiting patiently. If you have suicidal thoughts, I want to pray for you today. Through the crowd. From heaven Lift your hearts to Jesus Jesus came And rescued me Then suddenly Suddenly A touch from heaven Jesus came Jesus came And set me free One more time suddenly Jesus came and rescued me. Then suddenly, suddenly, let us from heaven. Jesus came and set me free. That's right, those of you standing, just lift up your hands. And the friends around, I want you to stand with them. Don't be ashamed of your friends going through challenges. They are not weird. They are not different. They are just going through challenges in life. So I want you, that's right, fellow members, just stand with them. Put your arms around them. Those of you watching by internet or television, I want you to stretch forth your hands towards the screen. And I want to pray that the Lord will just speak to you. The Bible tells us in Psalm 27, the Lord is my revelation light to guide me along the way. He's the source of my salvation to defend me every day. I fear no one. I'll never turn back and run from you, Lord. Surround and protect me. When evil ones come to destroy me, they will be the ones who turn back. My heart will not be afraid even if an army rises to attack. That's right. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of that fear Don't be afraid of that circumstance Don't be afraid of that challenge Don't be afraid Don't allow yourself to spiral I know that you are there for me So I will not be shaken Here's the one thing I crave from God The one thing I seek above all else I want the privilege of living with Him Every moment in His house Finding the sweet loveliness of His face Filled with awe, delighting in his glory and grace. I want to live my life so close to him that he takes pleasure in my every prayer. So, God, hear my cry. Those of you standing, just cry out, say Jesus. You don't have to pray long prayers, just say the name above every name. In the name that's salvation, in the name that's healing. Just say, Jesus. Hear my cry, show me your grace, show me mercy, and send the help that I need. That's right. Just gonna pray in the spirit right now. Suddenly, a touch from heaven. Jesus came. Suddenly, just from ever Jesus came and set me free. Like the like woman, woman, woman with the age. issue of Just reach on right now. We press Let Him in. touch you. We let press him, him heal you. Let his love fill your heart. Wait patiently. Pressing. Pressing. Through the crowd. So, Father, I pray for all those who are standing. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with them. May the face of God shine upon them and bring them peace. Peace. Shalom. I speak the shalom into their emotions. Shalom into their spirit. Shalom into their hearts and minds. That's right, those of you are standing, just turn the affection of your heart to Jesus and say, you are my shalom. In Jesus' name we pray, and everyone say it. If you believe that, give God a big hand this morning. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. So later, when you fellowship, and you know your members stood up, just tell them, Jesus loves you. Stand with them, love them, care for them. You know, I, I really feel that God wants to break this thing of suicide, fear, over our lives. You know, God didn't mean us to be like that. Yeah, didn't mean. You know, yesterday I prayed for Bernard, uh, the city radio guy. So he was sitting down with me while I was preparing sermon. He was talking to me. And when he was talking, I was thinking, man, this is so deja vu. How come I felt as like though I sat down and counseled him before? You see, unknowingly the night before, I had a dream of him. Later on, the Lord reminded me, you had a dream, remember? And he was talking to you exactly the same thing. I tell you, my hair stand. I was like, Whoa. You know, and, and I slept a lot on Friday and Saturday. Instead of preparing sermon, I slept. But I dreamed, so that's not so bad, you know. Then, so later I told Bernard, I said, you know, this, he was so touched. And at the meeting yesterday, we prayed for him, no laying on of hands. He fell under the power with holy laughter. And the Lord lifted the burden of his heart. You see, that is what God will do for us. Rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice always. Now, the next thing we have is giving. Ah, this is the part. Don't shut down on me now. Keep your hearts open. This is the first time that God instituted the church. And with the institution of the church, He instituted offerings. He instituted the collection of the general fund. So the offering part of our service is very important. Many churches do away with it. Many cell groups don't even want it. They say, what for we have it? Let me share with you why, right? Now, the, the, the offering always relates back to a soul, S-O-U-L. Your soul and the soul of others. Now, let me show you this. In a study done by Professor Lee Walters and Hailey Ja from the Center of Positive Psychology, Melbourne Graduate School of Education, the University of Melbourne, they discovered an interesting fact that giving can actually boost our well-being. In an online article established 4th March 2016 called Pursuit, which is part of the University of Melbourne, the article says this. Now look on the board, it says, only when giving was altruistic, selfless concern for the well-being of others, Driven from compassion towards a connection with others Were individuals likely to live longer? Listen carefully to the wording You have to be selfless in your concern for others Driven from compassion and connection with others Where does that happen? It happens in the first five things You have the word Because it's when you do Bible study People share what challenges they're going through when you're in a fellowship, you see all the different challenges. When you sit down and eat together, people open their hearts and lives to you. When you start praying, they share with you your needs. Not to gossip, but to stir you up with compassion. Every time compassion is stirred in Jesus in the New Testament, a miracle inevitably follows after that. Then what do you do? You move in signs, wonders and miracles. But that's not just enough. Then you'll come to give giving cannot be done independently of the above five things so if you are not involved in any of the five things and you give there's a high chance you'll get offended because why you don't link your giving to your own soul you don't link your giving to the soul of others then he goes on to say the gifts of giving are not just psychological they're also physiological. Giving gets under your skin in the best possible way. Researchers have found giving advice, not just money, food, support, or aid to others. is related to reduce blood pressure. How many of you have high blood pressure? Don't put up your hands. Give, right? Enhance sleep. How many of you have insomnia? Listen, sometimes psychiatrist, psychologists doesn't work, pills don't work. What do you do? give giving has been linked to lower rates of heart disease and it may help you even live longer so today, we're going to take up God's offering and we're going to link God's offering to our own self, so I'm going to pray for those of you who have high blood pressure, you cannot sleep and you have heart disease and I'm going to pray for you that want to live longer how many of you want to live long and healthy not long and unhealthy, right? correct we finished 30 years god has at least another 30 years for us i mean those of you about my age you know yeah about 30 years or so right or more okay so therefore i want you to take an offering envelope right now and there are various giving options you can get by pay now you can write a check to city harvest church you can put your offering inside the envelope and don't forget give your tithe why is the tithe important the tithe is important to the extent that because it shows that we put god first That's why it says in Deuteronomy, right? Now, so I want you to just take your offering and put it on the inside. On the envelope, if you have a pen, write down your need. Write down high blood pressure, okay? Write down heart disease and we're going to pray for healing. If your veins are clogged up, calcified as they call it, just put your hands on it and say in Jesus' name as I give. Right? You say, but Pastor, I haven't done the top five first. Can I still give? Can. Just repent first. Say, Jesus, forgive me for not being in the Word, for not belonging to a fellowship, for not praying, for not, you know, fellowshipping with people, uh, eating with them, uh, you know, for despising miracles, signs and wonders. Father, forgive me. Please help. The Lord will help. Why? He's gracious and merciful. Would you do that right now? Now, once you've done that, I want you to do another thing. We want to link our giving with our soul in your this um, chair there is this uh pledge card for christmas i want you to take it out and i want you to tell the part that says uh, sit, uh church copy i'm praying for these friends to bring for christmas all right i want you to tear it out write the names down yeah your mom your dad your grandfather grandmother good friend classmates You know, if if let's say you want to bring the whole class, just write down the name of your class by faith. Yeah, just by faith. You're going to bring your whole office, write the name of your office, write down the department. Yeah, you want to bring a whole orphanage of children here, write down the name of the orphanage. Because it's going to be a great time. Our giving, our giving, together with our prayer and our pledging, always links back to a soul. Never forget that. Okay, just take your time and write down. And those of you who feel moved, you can write a big check for Christmas, for our general fund, so that we can do all the outreaches, Da-da, Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Amen. i give you 30 more seconds. Suddenly, a touch from heaven, Jesus came, Jesus came and set me free. This Christmas, let's pray that God will set free many people from the challenges they are facing into freedom in Christ. Now, I want you to take up your offering envelope. If you've done it, put it on one hand. Now, if you have heart disease, take this offering envelope, put it on your heart, right? Just put it on your heart. If you want to sleep, put it on your eyes. (laughs) But don't sleep now, just put it on your eyes. If you have trouble sleeping, like, you know, you wake up one o'clock, three o'clock, five o'clock, the kind, suddenly you (gasps) oh nightmare. (gasps) You feel you're dropping into some pit or something, by faith. Listen, everything is by faith. Just by faith. Okay, so uh, if you want to live longer, just put it on your heart also. Never mind. <laughs> your heart is strong. Everything is good. Okay, all right? Yeah. And then, with the other hand, hold up the friends that, you're, that you have pledged for. Okay? And we will pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful morning, for your wonderful presence, that as we give, giving is always linked to a soul, linked to people, linked to ourselves. As we show our faithfulness and our ties, faithfulness, in our offerings. Father, I pray, remember, this offering we give is not on its own, but it's linked to all the souls that we are believing you for this coming Christmas. I pray right now as we give, let there be not just psychological happiness, but let there be healing that will happen in the body. Heart disease, be healed. Heart attack, go in Jesus' name. Our trees be unclogged right now in every area of our lives. Let the blood flow in every part to bring life. I pray for good sleep for those that suffer from insomnia or sleep challenges. And I pray most of all, God, you give us a long, fruitful life to bring glory, to serve you, and to enjoy you. In Jesus' name, we ask and pray. And everyone say Okay, ushers may serve the people. Don't put the the, the card inside the envelope, just drop it separately like this, separately together into the offering bucket, okay? Yeah, ushers may serve the people right now. Okay, now while the ushers are serving the people. I want you to know, we go to point number seven, and that is they had church services, right? Meetings in the temples. I want to give thanks to God for all, in the last 10 years, for all the ushers. You can see they're all ushering around right now, very busy, yeah, faithfully doing this. All the counsellors, all the greeters all involved in hospitality, security, sound, video, lighting, media, photographers, nursery, children's church workers, prophetic arts. I want to give you thanks, all of you, you know, you make the service possible, right? How many of you really enjoy our church services? Let's give all these people involved a big round of applause. Yeah, I mean, they come so early. Many of them are here by 7.30, 8 o'clock, setting up the whole place for us. You know, so let's rejoice and give thanks for our church services. Number eight, we want to give thanks to all those of you that are involved in home cell groups. Now, I know in our midst, in our church, that some of you are not involved in cell group for whatever reason. Maybe you had bad experiences. Maybe you feel you're not ready to open up your life yet. But I want you to know, a cell group meeting is important. Why? Because it's in the cell group setting. That we open up our hearts to one another. Scary, super scary. Let me tell you, a lot of problems also. Will you get hurt? Confirm, get hurt. Will you get upset with a self-leader? Confirm should get upset at a self-leader. Do you want to change self group? Of course you want to. Do you want to change pastor? Of course you also want to. Right? But it is only in such an environment we learn forbearance. We learn to love. We learn to care. We learn to accept each other for who they are in Christ. To give thanks for them. Listen, I want to thank all the PCGLs, potential style group leaders, Connect Group leaders, guitarists, and all the different coordinators. Right? Food coordinator, birthday coordinator, anniversary coordinator, outing coordinator, ice cream coordinator, watching movie coordinator, you know, collect circle fund coordinator, holiday coordinator. You know, hiking coordinator. I don't know. There are just so many coordinators in the cell group. So that's right. Give all the coordinators a big round of applause. <laughs> right? Or oh, mission trip coordinator also. That's right. That's right. Go Israel coordinator also have. Oh, oh, amazing. Right now. But most importantly, I want to thank those of you who have opened your house for the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years for cell group meetings. You know, I have a cell group leader and his wife, Moses and Mimi. The other day, we were just fellowshipping in his house. And I say, Brother, uh, you know, you have four kids, they're all serving in cell group, and you open your house for cell group all the time. Tell me how many times you open your house for cell group. I say, Pastor, the only off day is Monday. I say, What? Only off day is Monday? You mean Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? He said, Oh, yeah, Pastor, something's happening all around. I say, Your no, neighbor's okay. Ah. Well, you know, I think they got used to it. You know, it's like, but oh, we're very happy. You know, so I go, hmm, okay, all right. And I want you to know this. Opening your house, I know it's not easy. You know why? Because when you open your house, things break. <laughs> and then there's this discussion, who's going to pay for it? And then at the end of the day, so you pay lah. right? Children start drawing on the walls and you see, you see graffiti wall that never was there before. And you're wondering, where did that come from? And then you realize that use they use permanent ink and you cannot wipe it off and you need to paint the thing over right or you find something's missing then before the cell group you gotta tidy the house after the cell group, you gotta mop the floor then you gotta switch on the aircon and then you gotta switch on the fan then some some cell groups you cook like you know like restaurant style food for everybody and you open the cell group till long i have one cell group you know i tell you they, they are fellow, they are so fellowship based After the cell group meeting is over at 9.30, they will stay back to fellowship until 1 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, just as I want to go home, they say, Pastor, you want tea? Huh? Tea? Yeah, tea. And the food comes non-stop, man. Tea, then got cheese ball, and then got wine. Yeah, cell group is fun. Really? If you're not involved in a cell group, I want to encourage you, get involved in a cell group. You see? Now, don't forget, cell group is a fellowship. You will meet different kinds of people. Yeah. If you're not prepared, it's okay. I'm not saying you have to. But what I'm saying is this, somewhere down the line in your spiritual life, having a cell group is good. You know, in Bethel, they have this club called the Ah, oh, just slipped off my mind. But in this cell group, they're all in their 70s and 80s. And they've been together in the same cell group for 50 years. Yeah, I forgot what club they call it in, in Bethel, Bill Johnson's Church. When I read, I was so touched. Every one of them in church, 30 years, 40 years, 30 years, 40 years. You know each other 30 years, 40 years. You know, if if the Lord willing, I get to grow to 80 years old, I will have known Pastor Kong for 60 years, 60 plus years, you know what I'm saying? That is called friendship already, from fellowship to friendship. Are you with me? Amen. Now, then you have praise and worship. How many of you enjoy our praise and worship? How many enjoy? Give all the musicians a big round of applause. All our different teams. You know, Ma, O, Bell, Ali, and all the rest, all the backup vocalists, the choir, and especially the uh, uh, all the flaggers also, all the flaggers, yeah, all the flaggers. Now, especially, I want to give thanks to Son. You know, when we were going through this challenging time, and then you all want to do different things, you know, and wanted to worship to be free and all that. I remember she came to me and says, Ming, why don't you just move in your gift and. Uh, prophesied. I said. what if I prophesy wrong? Because in time past, I really prophesied wrong. <laughs> I did that. I become very extreme. I said, "You sure?" He says, "Go cool, lah, just try it. You know." I said, "Okay, I try." And then she gave freedom for our front to turn to mosh pit. And lastly, number ten, evangelism. Notice, evangelism only comes at the end when we have this environment of the world. Scholarship, forbearing one another. When we have this environment of eating, spending time, when we have this environment of praying, moving in signs and wonders, when this environment of giving, this environment whereby we have a church service and all that, we have home cell groups. Then we have praise and worship that's vibrant. Only then, evangelism happens. The Bible says, "And the Lord added to the church daily." It is not of our own being that our church grows. It's because the Lord has found us faithful. And He says, look, I like this structure. I like what you do. You guys are great investment. And then the Lord added daily into our church. That's how it works. You cannot shortcut. You cannot choose like a buffet what you want. Everything is important. Now, if you put all these 10 points together, it can be summarised like this. H, home cell groups or house church. A, authority of God's Word. R, relationships. V, vibrant praise and worship. Why vibrant? He says here in Ephesians 5, do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Paul says, I want you to get drunk. Turn to your neighbour and say, I want you to get drunk. (laughs) Yeah, I know, a bit. Now, look. In the world, they get drunk and do funny things. But in the church, when you are drunk, what do you do? You speak to one another in psalm and hymn and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for the things to God the Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then you submit to one another in the fear of the Lord. <laughs> That's how? How? By being drunk in the Spirit. Yeah, right? And then he says in, verse, uh, in Colossians 3.16, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. So when you have the Spirit and you have the Word, praise and worship becomes vibrant. Right? If you have the Spirit without the Word, praise and worship becomes flaky. When you have the Word without the Spirit, praise and worship becomes dull. But when you have both together, it becomes vibrant. And the result of the vibrancy is you walk around singing in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to one another. Better than complaining, right? Right? E stands for evangelism. S stands for spirit-filled living. Now notice spirit-filled living, there are two parts to it. Fear came upon every soul, talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And then many signs and wonders were done that is called the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So the character and the gifting and anointing always flows together. You cannot do one without the other, right? Now, and so the, the, the miracles is called what? Miracles, signs, and wonders. Or another acronym is Mao Shan Wang. <laughs> yeah, amen. I so I'm just trying to help equate, No you know? Wow, yeah. Duran is good. Ooh. Shan Wang, Miracles, Signs and Wonders. So whenever you Mao Shan Wang, always remember, Miracles, Signs and Wonders. Mm. That's how good it's supposed to taste, right? And then lastly, you have tithing. And you put this together, it spells the word harvest. That's why we are called City Harvest Church. That is why the harvest and the lost is the main thing on the heart of God and this christmas i pray let us reach out to all our friends look our giving our giving together that's linked with the soul and our prayers the bible says will rise up as a memorial before the Lord. may the month of december be a month whereby every single one that we pray for for salvation we pray that every prayer will come up as a memorial that the lord will remember that when we keep on praying, the Lord will remember. And even when we stop praying, the Lord will never forget. So right now, wherever you are, I want you to just, let's all just stand to our feet wherever we are right now, and let's begin to pray for our Christmas friends. They're coming. Amen. That's right, all over this place, we're going to stand to our feet, begin to pray. da da that's right go deep go deep in your prayer let there be a cry from your heart say god my mom my dad hear my cry oh god for you are merciful hear my cry oh god for you are the one that hears you are the one that inclines your ear to my prayer early in the morning late in the evening every moment of the day you answer prayer because you want our joy our joy to be full full of thanksgiving full of thankfulness full of gratitude that's right bring up everyone your mom your dad declare it right now they are saved Your brother, your sister, they are saved Your grandchildren, they are saved The backslidden friend, they are saved The colleague, they are saved Father, thank you for a wonderful Christmas As we give, O God As we have given As we have prayed May our prayer rise up before you As a memorial in Jesus' name, we ask and pray, and may the Lord add daily to our church in the month of December and now and forevermore. And everyone say, Give Jesus a big round of applause, amen. And lastly, number four, thank God for everything. Just in case we get choosy and about what to give thanks, God to give God thanks for, Paul says. Give God thanks for everything. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What is the outcome of thanksgiving? It is actually these psalms, hymns and songs of the Spirit. Right? Many years ago, I was in a meeting. I was leading the military fellowship. And I remember... uh, what happened was that we had finished the meeting about 5 o'clock. Musicians packed everything, all gone already. There was one brother at the corner of Mackenzie Road, the top floor. And he was in the corner, he was laughing. <laughs> He's drunk. And he was singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You know, and then, so, I said, it's time to go home, you know. I, we, you know, army guys, time is very precious. So there were five guys with me. So I told one, hey, you go going. bring him up." So he walked over now. Let me tell you, no music, eh? right? Nothing at all. It's quiet. You just hear the aircon like that. That's all, right? Sorry, I switched the aircon off already. No aircon, Yeah, so it's nothing. It's just stillness. And so he was like, so this brother walked over, hold his hands, boom, he fell down. And now two were laughing and crying and drunk. <laughs> so I was here, and I was going, oh, man. Two, okay, two more, you all go. So then the other two went. And he went there, and boom! Also, they thought, oh, now four. I used to have five, now I've got one left. I said, I want to go home. Yeah, then I went, hey, guys, I want to go home. They, <laughs> bye, Pastor, bye. I said, I'm supposed to lock up the place. What do you mean bye? Let's go. Now you go first. I was like, oh, man. Then they keep saying, hallelujah, praise God. Then, then, then they will, they, you know, I mean, you must understand army guys in the world always love to get drunk when they have their off days they will go and buy beer cans and drink and build the great wall of china <laughs> really in my days that's what they do right i believe now they still drink a lot correct so they were laughing yeah? i said well so in my heart i felt okay lah. i mean rather than drinking beer drink the spirit very good so i told this last brother how i i try i said you try that? Oh, boom also fell yeah, nah. Then they're on faster come. They on, me. Come, faster. <laughs> scared, la, scared. La. <laughs> come. No. I thought it was going to be for a while, right? It won't be very long. So I, I decided to switch the icon back on again. So then I was going, boom. Then I was just, so I sat in the corner. I just look at them. And I look at them for three hours. No music, okay? In those days, no handphone, no nothing. You no, know, it's just. No, it just laugh, and I was like, in the end, I told myself, I should have just joined them. (laughs) Since it's gonna be three hours, I just sat there like, like but it was so funny. They were rolling, they were crawling, you know, they were making funny faces. Then one moment they were crying, "Ah, ah, ah," and they prayed for each other. Then after that, after that, some of them fell asleep, and then they woke up, they started laughing again. I'm like, it was crazy. I was like, I was like, man, what is this? But I realized something, there was such a peace in their room and the five of them were really never the same again after that. When they walk around, it's always you know, with a skip in their feet, with a singing in their voice and very, the next few weeks, I know this, when you go in army, you know usually army come out, you when you come out of army for your off day, you always use vulgarity a lot because you're so infected, not infected, you're so whatever. I can't think of the right word for it. But they were full of joy, praising God all the time. And listen, that is how God wants us to be, a thankful church. So we used to sing this a long time ago. And it goes like that. There's a sweet anointing flowing into this place. Step into the waters and see—he will touch you. He will touch you. He will change you, fill you up to overflowing. Step in and be set free today. Sing from the beginning. There's a sweet. There's a sweet Welcome to Holy Spirit in this place Step into the river of God Step into the waters and see. He will touch you He will touch you He will change you Feel you up too Overflowing Step in And be set Free Today And I'm set free I'm set free Through his anointing Set free Through his joy Declare it right now I've been changed By his love set free. I'm no longer the same. I'm set free. I'm set free through His anointing. Set free through His joy. I'm set free. I've been changed by hope you've been blessed by the message. If you have a testimony to share, write to us at connect at chc.org.sg.